You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Thursday, August 4th. You are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Glenn. So throughout the month of July, we brought you our Summer Slump Series, right? Detailing five teams, Florida, Michigan, Auburn, Arizona State, and UCLA that needed to pick it up on the recruiting trail. Some have, some haven't. But now that we have entered the month of August with only a few weeks to go before the 2022 season, it is time to close out the series with our sixth and final team, the Virginia Cavaliers. And joining me to discuss UVA recruiting under first-year head coach Tony Elliott is the publisher of Wahoos247.com, Jackie Franchuli. Jackie, how are we doing? Thanks so much for coming on and joining me. Thanks for having me, Lance. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting uh, few months for Tony Elliott on the recruiting trail. Yeah, it, it certainly has. And, you know, we were talking a little bit uh, before I hit record. And, and right now, Virginia sits 59th in the 24-7 sports team recruiting rankings with 12 commits only ahead of Syracuse in the ACC as we record. And what would worry me if I was a Virginia fan is that when it comes to a coach's first full class, I think there are kind of a lot of factors working in their favor, right? You know, sometimes you see a coach's first full class be one of their best because they're selling a vision, right? They're telling kids, regardless of what happens on the field this season, when we get our guys in, things are going to change. But so far for Tony Elliott, we haven't really seen that that rise up the rankings, that first year bump. And while it's, look, it's only the beginning of August, the early signing day in December, it's going to come up, you know, in a blink faster, faster than we really know. So to start, why do you think this first full class under Tony Elliott hasn't seen that typical committing to the vision, highly ranked type of class that we so often see with new head coaches? So there are a couple things that come to mind when you think about it. So the first big thing is they started really late in a 23 class because Tony Elliott didn't have his staff together until honestly towards the end of that recruiting period in January. So, and they were still trying to get linemen in for the 22 class. So they couldn't really recruit 23. So they were really behind there and they, they kind of had to go out in the spring evaluation period and offer more guys. And some of those guys ended up committing to Virginia over the course of the next few months after they picked up the offer. So they already were behind. So we knew 23 was going to be a struggle in that regard. And then when you look at where things were when it comes to other staff, like for example, Virginia Tech, they were in the kind of the same boat for new staff, but they were also had some guys familiar with the area. Although they were new to Virginia Tech, you have guys familiar with the geographical area that they like to recruit. Brent Price coming from Penn State. Penn State does a great job recruiting the state of Virginia. So these guys were already familiar with the schools. That 
doesn't necessarily mean that Virginia didn't have guys on the staff that wasn't known in the area, but it's different. Virginia under Bronco Mendenhall didn't recruit in state very much. So they had to build back those relationships in state. So those are the two big problems that we're facing Tony Ailey right from the get go. And I think anything when you're coming in from a Clemson to UVA, you also need to adjust how you allocate your resources because you don't have the same resources at Clemson than you do at Virginia. And I think they're learning a little bit more about what type of kid they need to recruit and which type of kid they need to allocate more resources with. I think that was something that they had to adjust a little bit when they first got here. Uh, Their board swiftly made a few adjustments. New kids came on. Some kids they realized weren't really quite a fit to Virginia, but that was the learning curve that they had once they first got to Virginia. So a lot of things now are a little bit better when it comes to that because they're kind of learning as you go. But yes, they knew they were going to start from behind. It's just now they realized that they're moving in the right direction with some of the guys. But yeah, they're, they're adjusting as they go here as how they're handling the recruiting process. Yeah. And, and you mentioned something interesting and it involves uh, the in-state recruit for Virginia. And, you know, look, I look at the in-state rankings. I see Penn State. I see North Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia. But for Virginia, they only have two commits so far inside the top 20 in the composite rankings in-state. And that's linebacker Cameron Robinson and defensive lineman Rodney Laura. You know, look, obviously relationships mean everything in recruiting. And a school like Penn State with James Franklin, they've had a lot more time to build relationships with guys like Alex Birchmeyer or Tony Rojas than obviously Tony Elliott. But I think you would agree, and I'm sure Tony Elliott agrees, in-state recruiting has to be a priority and things moving forward in classes to come, they need to get better than what they've done so far in the 2023 cycle. To be fair to the staff, they've gotten more commits in the state of Virginia in one class together than the former staff. So they, they are making <laughs> inroads. I'm just going to give them that. So statistically, they're doing better. But no, I agree with you, especially when, again, 23 class, it's going to be hard for you to do that in a short amount of time. But 24 class, they need to do better. Um, You know, they had Chris Jones, a top 24-7 defender on grounds for his visit during the Cavalier cookout, which is a great because he's one of the best linebackers in the country. So yes, having a type of guy like that. But Chance Wiggins visited Virginia Tech. Makai White visited another school. Those guys are what who need to come to those events. So you need to attack the in-state recruiting a little harder, but they're, tr- they're, they're working at it. So that's one thing I will say about the staff is they are working on those high school relationships. And some of those relationships are going to take time to grow. I've had high school coaches say, well, we need to see continual presence, not just for one kid they're interested. We need to see continual presence and continuing growing this relationship because they, they were hurt in the last few years by Virginia. So it's going to take a little bit of time to kind of grow that trust. But, you know, looking at the class, you know, they did get some in-state guys. They just need to get better about going in early. And I think that's something about learning about what works at Clemson, what works at Virginia. You know what? Tony Elliott and Clemson are were really selective on who they offer. Basically, if you were offered by Clemson, it was a committable offer. And basically, you were the guy. At UVA, you probably can't be as selective as they are. They're still being selected at this time, but they probably shouldn't be as selective. They probably need to kind of Bronco Mendenhall was known to kind of just bring out more offers and they probably need to cast a wider net moving forward. So again, we'll be interested to see how they learn and adjust moving forward. And it really says a lot about how much Bronco Mendenhall prioritized the state of Virginia. If the two top 20 commits that Virginia currently has in state uh, is more than what Bronco Mendenhall uh, was doing and his former and the former staff, excuse me, uh, were doing, but we're going to take a quick break and talk more UVA recruiting when we come back. You're listening to the 24 seven sports football recruiting podcast. 
Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage with over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Joined by Jackie Franchuli, the publisher of Wahoo's 247, the Virginia Cavalier site on the 24-7 Sports Network as we close out our Summer Slump series here on the Football Recruiting Podcast. And Jackie, you do as great a job as anyone covering the program. You provide a lot of great content. And you also have a podcast of your own that comes out on a weekly basis. Why don't you tell our listeners what it's all about and where they can find it as that September 3rd opener against Richmond comes closer and closer for Tony Elliott. Sure, we have the good old podcast. It's a weekly podcast that we put out on you know YouTube, on Apple, on Spotify and anywhere you listen to your podcast. And we're actually going to up the ante a little bit. Instead of having it done once a week, we're having it three times a week at a minimum. We might have bonus episodes where we have series like For the Love of the Game series where we invite coaches' wives, brothers of players, anyone who knows these guys from behind the scenes so that we can get to know them more on the personal level. So our podcast is expanding a lot during the fall. So we'll have behind enemy lines, storylines, we'll have game breakdowns, we'll have film breakdowns on YouTube. So a lot of good things coming on the good old podcast, Lance. Yeah, so much great content over at Wahoo's 247 and on the good old podcast, as well as all of our team site podcasts here on the 24-7 Sports Podcast Network. So Jackie, I do want to take a look at the group of commits Virginia has right now. As I mentioned, 12 as we record. Linebacker Cameron Robinson is the highest rated. Rodney Laura on the defensive line. They have two running backs in Dante Hawthorne and Noah Vaughn. Anthony Calandria is the quarterback in the class. Is there a standout among the group of commitments Virginia has right now to you or a guy that you think can make a big impact for UVA in the future? I really like that they, they, they got Cameron Robinson in this class. That was a huge win for the program because if you look down the list and you look at the teams that they were recruiting after, Cameron Robinson came down between UVA and Virginia Tech. So you not only beat a, a good program, but you beat your in-state rival for an in-state kid. So that was a big deal for Virginia to get into that. So kudos to Clint Sintum, the linebackers coach, because he was really in there for that player. So Cameron Robinson is a talented guy, a versatile guy on defense. He's got really good speed for his size. He's also a multi-sport athlete. He also plays baseball. 
So I, I really like that win. And I think he can make a pretty big impact on this defense. And I, I think if I had to stand out, I would always point to Cameron Robinson right now as being a guy just to cut him and maybe Miles Green, the Highland Springs defensive lineman. Because again, that's from a program that UVA needs to win more of. It's in Richmond, not too far away from grounds. So two great athletes themselves. But I think it's what those recruitments mean to the Virginia program. We're talking about getting better in state and winning a battle where Miles Green was also being recruited by several schools, including Virginia Tech and West Virginia. So beating those programs for Miles Green early on in the process, he went on the official visit and didn't go anywhere else. He committed to Virginia on the spot. And then Cameron Robinson, same deal, visited Virginia, then Virginia Tech, and then committed to Virginia. Those are the wins you need. So not only are they good players, but just the story and the recruitment and how that came about, two big wins for Virginia. Yeah, it's not only about building relationships with the players, but also about building relationships with the high school coaches and the schools as well. So you can hopefully get uh, some future players in the classes uh, moving forward in 2024, 2025, 2026. So Jackie, I'll get you out of here on this one. A lot of coaches like to have their classes wrapped up or at least close to done by the time fall camp really gets going and the season starts, especially with the emergence of the early signing period, really the now traditional signing period since the one in February is kind of uh, kind of small than it used to be. So unless Virginia's taking a really small class, I don't think that's going to happen for Tony Elliott in terms of when they'll finish the class by. But how do you see this class finishing out? You know, is there anyone on your radar moving forward or is there a certain position you see them prioritizing as the staff pushes this class along? Well, actually, Virginia is taking a, a little smaller of a class than expected. It's going to be around between 15 or 17 guys. So they're, they're almost there. So when you look at this class, so they just picked Tyleric Coleman, an in-state playmaker. They're looking at him as an athlete, either wide receiver or DB. They haven't decided yet. So when they look at those guys there and look at who possibly leaving in that wide receiver room that might get depleted by the end of the season, a very talented group, they're going to want more wide receivers. Right now, they have Amari Thomas and possibly Tyler Coleman, if you consider him as a wide receiver. Those two are committed. So they're going to want to have two to three more wide receivers. Harvey Broussard is a name that is constantly mentioned to me as a guy that Virginia is really pursuing really heavily out of Louisiana. He was interested in Coach Marquise Hagens. That relationship was growing. He Broussard told me that Hagens was one of the few coaches that stayed for the entire practice during the spring evaluation period, and that really resonated with them. So I expect either they add more offers for wide receivers, but they're going to want to get at least two more wideouts in this class. And then we're also waiting safety to Sean Stone's announcement or commitment. He's set to make a decision between Virginia Duke and Virginia Tech. Those are the schools that he visited. So that's something that we're also monitoring. So those are some of the names and I, those are the positions that I'm looking at right now as Virginia looks to close down the class. You can follow her on Twitter at Jackie Fran underscore the publisher of 24-7 Sports Wahoos 247 covering all things Virginia athletics and and recruiting. Jackie, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Lance. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a review wherever you get your podcast and make sure to subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube page as well. For Jackie Franchuli, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to another episode of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.